You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Well, welcome back to Leading and Learning. This is episode 76, and um, today we're talking about Uh, some tips, some keys, some thoughts on getting promoted. You know, getting a promotion at work or even just getting another job at work. This might not even involve a promotion. This might even involve a lateral transfer. Maybe you're tired of what you're doing and you just want to do something new. But getting a promotion or getting another job at work is a very satisfying thing. You know, promotion usually brings additional pay, benefits, added responsibility, and increased visibility within the company organization. But one of the most important things that it brings is this sense that, you know what, I've reached an important goal. And what are some things, what are some ways that a person can make themselves more promotable? So I'm going to give you, uh, let's see, what are we going to look at? We're going to look at four things that you can do to make yourself more promotable. And like I say, this also goes for just getting another job within the company. Um, you know, a lateral transfer or something, just something new. The first one is this, how committed are you? You know, one of the first things that management looks at when they're considering promoting somebody or putting somebody in a new position is this, is that person actually committed to our company? Do they view their present position as a career or is it just a stepping stone to a better position elsewhere? I mean, look, you've worked with people, I've worked with people who have made it very clear that, you know, what they're doing right now is just a stepping stone to something bigger. And, you know, they may have aspirations to get on with a bigger company and, 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 you know, they're just, you know, they have no problem expressing that. But management is not going to invest in people that are not committed. Another thing that they're going to look at is, you know, when you're talking about commitment, does this person get to work early? Um, Or are they the kind of person that just shows up right on time or even have trouble getting to work on time? Um, does this person, are they willing to stay late to complete a project? Or as soon as it's time to go, do they go running out the door and leave their friends uh, to continue to work on a project? If the person's not committed to the company or the organization in their present position, it's very unlikely that they're going to change. People don't change their, their, their attitude or their level of commitment just because they get promoted to a position of leadership. Um, the problem is if, if somebody who's not committed gets promoted, then they can even do more damage at, at, at that higher position. Um, but, but what does get the management's attention, what gets the boss's attention is the person who gets to work a few minutes early and is willing to stay late if they're needed. Um, 
the person that's always willing to pitch in to assist with a project, even if it's not their responsibility. That's something that catches management's eye. So how committed are you? Number two, how is your attitude? You know, like it or not, a person's attitude will often play a significant role in whether or not that person gets promoted or considered for a new position within the company. You know, the person, and we know people like this. You've worked with people like this. I've worked with people like this. The person that's always negative. They don't have a good thing to say about anybody. They talk bad about their fellow employees. They talk bad about the boss. They talk bad about the company. Uh, You know, the person that's always complaining is probably not going to be the person that management's going to entrust with more responsibility. And And then what's funny is this same person will complain that they got overlooked. They seem to be surprised that their bad attitude is limiting them and hindering them from moving up in the company. But you know, the person who's positive, has a positive outlook, the person who speaks highly of other people, the person that has the ability to encourage their peers will often attract the attention of a supervisor or a manager. I mean, look, let's face it, there is plenty of negativity to go around. And so the person who's positive and encouraging is going to be, they're going to stand out. This person is going to stand out. They're going to attract the attention of management. And this is going to be the person that's often seen as desirable to have managing other people. Why would, if I'm a manager, why would I want somebody who's always negative supervising other people? I want the person who can encourage and create a positive atmosphere. So number one was how committed are you? Number two was how is your attitude? And then number three, what are you doing to make yourself more promotable? You've heard that there's a a, a supervisor or a management position coming up. You've heard that there's another job um, within the company that you're interested in. What are you doing to prepare yourself for that position before you have it? You know, it seems almost uh, counterintuitive. Well, I don't have the position, so why should I prepare myself? No, no, no. You start preparing yourself ahead of time. Because somebody who would uh, begin to make themselves more promotable, um, that's the person who's going to seek out additional training. They're going to take the initiative to take extra classes in their particular field or maybe classes in management or leadership or even human resources training, they're often the person that finds themselves getting promoted. Now, I realize you may even have to pay for some of this training. You might have to pay for those college classes. You might have to pay for that seminar. But in the long run, it's probably going to pay off. Um, this, This may actually turn out to be an investment in your future. So prepare yourself. You know, the employee that invests time, money, and effort to go back to school or attend a work-related seminar is really putting themselves in an advantageous position because when a better position becomes available in the company, they've already gotten the extra training to prepare themselves for the next step. And so when your peers are putting in their resumes saying that they want that job, your resume is going to have on there that you've already gotten the additional training that that position is going to require 
So make yourself more promotable. And then the last thing that we'll, we'll, we'll talk about, the last thing that we'll mention on um, making ourselves more promotable, promotable um, the last tip or the last key that might actually help us to, uh, to get that promotion or get that new position in the company is this. How is your relationship with your boss? Now, I get it. Some bosses, some supervisors, some managers are just hard to get along with. Some have that, what I call the uh, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde syndrome, that you never know which one of them is going to be at work that day. Is it going to be the the normal, semi-normal person, or is it going to be the crazy, emotional um, person? You, you, you know, is it that bipolar boss, or is it the emotionally stable boss? So, so I get that. But how is your relationship with your boss? Because reality is, if you don't have a good relationship with your boss it's very, very unlikely that you're going to get promoted. Um, It can happen. Of course it happens. But by maintaining a good relationship with your boss, you're setting yourself up for future success. So, So how can we do that? How can we maintain a good relationship with our boss? Well, first of all, I think it's very, very important to make your boss look good. If you go out of your way to embarrass your boss, to make their life miserable, it's unlikely that they are going to support or assist you as you work towards getting a better position in the company. But if you, the good employee, go out of your way to make them shine, to make them look good, if you see that they've forgotten to do something and you say, hey, listen, I took care of this for you, um, or if you see that they, they overlooked something that they needed to do and you kind of come behind them and help them, and do it in a nice way, they're going to remember that. And especially when you do it, and you don't, you're not telling anybody, you're not saying, hey, the boss forgot this, and I, and I remembered it for him. No, no, no. You just kind of come behind them and say, hey, boss, I, I took care of that thing for you. And you don't tell anybody else. They're going to remember that. That's one of those things that they're going to appreciate. So you look for ways to make them look good. Because if you make them look good, they're going to help you. Ask your boss what areas you can improve in. This is another thing. If you say, hey, hey boss, listen, you know, I'd, I'd love to move up in the company. I'd love to have more responsibility. I'd love to maybe be a supervisor or a manager. So what should I do? What can I do to make myself more promotable? And then listen to what they say. And then act on what they tell you. Make the changes. Take their advice to heart and make the changes that they recommend. Another thing that you can do to, to help your relationship with your boss is you can say, Hey, listen, can I have some more responsibility? Is there, are there some ways that I can help you? Are there some ways that I can ease some of your uh, administrative load? And, and, you know, this shows that you're willing to go above and beyond what's normally expected of you, asking for more responsibility. Now, of course, there are no guarantees in life, especially in the corporate world. There's no guarantees. You know, as well as I do, there are always going to be people getting promoted that don't need to get promoted. There's always going to be people that get jobs that shouldn't have those jobs. There's always going to be people that take that position that that really aren't qualified for it. But in life, there are many, many ways that you can make yourself more promotable. And the person that takes the time to implement some of these things into their life is setting themselves up for success. So just a quick reminder, we talked about how committed are you? We talked about how our attitude affects our, our, our um, promotions. 
um, what we're doing to make ourselves more promotable, and then our relationship with our boss. Remember, in life, as well as in the corporate world, the person that's the most prepared is usually the one that comes out on top. Well, now it's your turn. I'd love to hear from you. Are there any other tips that you would give somebody who's seeking a promotion or seeking another job within their company? Go to davidspell.com and leave your comment or your question in the comments section for today's post. And while you're at davidspell.com, make sure you sign up to get my free newsletter. Um, When you subscribe to davidspell.com, my blogs come right into your inbox. I send out new blogs Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So you're not getting bombarded just three times a week. But you'll never miss any of my fresh content. But the best thing is subscribers also get my monthly subscribers-only newsletter. And you also stay in touch with me when I'm sending out um, reminders and and uh, when I write new books, you're the first ones to know about it and other new projects that I'm involved in. So I'd love to stay in closer touch with you. So subscribe at davidspell.com. time for this week's resource highlight. You know, for almost 30 years, I was a police officer. And, you know, some of the the, the leadership tips and some of the management tips, um, you know, stuff I learned from when I was a police officer. Um, You know, for for almost 30 years, I had some incredible leaders and I had some poor leaders. But but one of the interesting things about my job as a police officer were, were the many, 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 many crazy encounters that I had. So I've written two books, Street Cop and Street Cop 2 Reloaded. And if you enjoy exciting police stories, if you enjoy hearing stories about um, uh, good supervision, bad supervision, good leadership, bad leadership, if you enjoy hearing war stories about what it's like um, on the rough streets of America's suburbs, check out Street Cop. All the stories are true. They're from my career. I don't tell anybody else's stories. And, you know, the reason I wrote these stories was um, to let people know what it was like as a police officer during my career, but also to help people develop a better appreciation for our men and women in blue. You know, they are the thin blue line, and they're underappreciated, they're underpaid, and they do more good in our society than we'll ever know. Well, friends... Thanks so much for joining us. And if you enjoy uh, leading and learning, would you go to iTunes and subscribe and maybe even give us a review because your reviews help us push higher in the ratings so we can get our great content to more awesome people just like you. So until next time, this is David Spell encouraging you to pursue your passion.